0: We interrupt this audio serial to bring you breaking news. To celebrate the final chapter being released on Thursday, 31st of March, 2022, Yeah Yes will be released in full as an audiobook. Please pre-order now on Amazon, Audible, Google Play, iTunes, and many more. And now back to our regular programming. Chapter 38, Tuesday, 14th of November, 2017. Twas the night before the results, and all through the rental, I can hear you a cleanin', and it's driving me mental. I look over at Finn, shirtless and in a loose pair of boxes, standing in the kitchen doorway. Does he do this to taunt me? He must see me try not to let my eyes trace their way down his cum gutters to his boxes. Sorry, was I too loud? Nah, I can't sleep. Tea? Please. He skirts behind me and I feel his body against mine. He is so doing this on purpose. I can feel his penis as he brushes past my hip. Don't engage. Change the subject. How you feeling? He flicks the kettle on and lifts himself onto the kitchen bench. Hovering a moment, all his weight held on his straightened biceps before he slowly sits his peachy bum on the counter. I'm too stressed to sleep. I just need to relax. His hands fold into his lap, pulling his boxes up a little too high for modesty's sake. The kitchen looks great. I lean back into the sink and scrub. Thank you, practicing my domestic goddess duties. He reaches out and touches my shoulder. I look over at him and there's a strange look in his eye. What the hell is going on here? I scrub a little harder. I really get my hips into it, letting the cupboard doors below the sink rub at my semi. Finn slides off the bench and comes behind me. Is this a solstice? Is it a full moon or a dream or a hallucination? He hovers there. Then he leans in and grips me above the rubber gloves. Can domestic goddesses be naughty? I turn and face him. I'm trying to stay neutral, but I'm frowning and my breath is shuddering. I've read this romance novel. I'm the frumpy housemaid who wins the attention of the young master. But that doesn't happen in real life. Not to a six. My body goes cold with the pre-sex chills. Oh, God. Um, not really. He smoulders at me. Am I meant to be talking sexy? He slips a hand up my top and tweaks my nipples. It feels really good, but what the fuck? He's kissing me. Finn is in his boxes kissing me. I can feel his erection against my thigh. This cannot be happening. I push my lips forward to see if they meet resistance and I feel his open and his tongue trying to get into my mouth. My gloves are covered in bleachy, sink-cleany crap. I can't touch him. I put my hands above my head like I'm surrendering and he reefs my shirt off, sending one of the gloves flying. The left one is still on, so I keep that hand in the air. The right one reaches to his ass, and I feel that pert, strong, rounded gift. And it's so wrong. It's all so fucking wrong. I open my eyes and see him looking at me, his cheeks bulging and his eyes confused like a really sexy pufferfish. fish. I just laughed directly into his mouth, filling it with second-hand CO2. The look on his face is priceless, and I laugh again. He looks at me, and the edges of his eyes crease. Thank God he starts laughing too. The two of us sink to the floor, laughing. That was wrong, wasn't it? I laugh, on every level. Oh my God, I'm so sorry for laughing, but I can't help it. It was like kissing a brother. I'm so sorry. Don't be. Just give me the other glove back so I can finish cleaning the sink. He leans over and picks the glove up from its resting place in front of the fridge. I see his ass in motion. It's a thing of beauty, but it's not my thing of beauty. I never thought I, a six, would say this to you, a nine. But you're in the friend zone. Sorry. He smiles at me. His teeth are so beautiful. Coulda, could Don't call yourself a six. You're at least an eight. Do we have any more ice cream? In the freezer, behind the amel? He opens the freezer and I see he's already flaccid, which I try not to take personally. He sighs, and I see his shoulders start to shake. "Want to talk about it?" He turns and looks at the floor. "I just didn't want to be alone tonight." He grabs the ice cream, and as he straightens up, his shoulders start to jolt more. He's crying, poor thing. I go and give him a hug. Skin-to-skin contact feels normal now. All those boner funerals have worked. If we win or lose, you'll still come back here and we'll keep on taking it a day at a time. I promise. He nods, still not looking at me. He's in a shame spiral. I just want a drink or joint or a line or something to make my head shut the fuck up. I take him through to the couch and sit him down. I go to his room and grab him a shirt, then head back to the kitchen to collect mine. He may have upped me to an eight, but I'm still nothing compared to that body. I bring through the tea and the tissues and place them on the coffee table for him, watching him bend over to put Kath and Kim into the DVD player. You're a fool, Banjo, you're a damn fool. We've both seen this show a thousand times but there's something comforting in knowing what's going to happen on the TV. It's all predestined. Who the fuck knows what tomorrow will bring? Yeah, Yes is written, read, produced, and directed by Daniel Cotier. Music, editing, and sound engineering is by Nathan Barraclough. If you have any queries or concerns, you can contact us at yeahyesaudioserial at gmail.com. Tune in next week for the continuing adventures of Banjo Mitchell. Thanks for listening.